my last test in India was in Nagpur and Rohit Sharma opened the bowl in my end. Ishan Sharma bowled the first over. First ball was outside off stump. Batsman left it. And it bounced five times before it hit the keeper. Somewhere in the chest off this rough outfield. He bowled the next five. And he said, Gunnar, I'm just leaving the field. And I asked him politely why. And he said, I'm just going to put my training shoes on. I never saw him again until he came in the bat at number 11. Welcome to the latest episode of Caught Down a Leg Side. In this month's show, we discuss the forthcoming test tour to India, including the pros and cons of England's choice of preparation. We discuss England's spin options and who should keep behind the stumps. Spoiler alert, yes, it's Ben Folks. We also talk global scheduling and what is and isn't in the ICC's control and what are all the guys looking forward to. Now we're in 2024. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, gents. How is everyone? Do you want to have good Christmases and New Year? Excellent. Thank you, Freddie. Good down south, is it? Cold. You don't know what cold is, boys. <laughs> Minus seven here this morning at work. There's snow today. You can keep hold of that. Greens are frozen, so it's, golf's looking better than it's ever been. <laughs> You're beating it miles, Gunner. What's it on the stint meter at the moment? <laughs> Jesus Christ, a lot of frost. I cannot see why it's open, but never mind. It's getting me out of the house. Now, listen, lots to get our teeth into this month. Um, we'll talk a little bit about the tour of India, um, global scheduling, and also taking a look ahead to, to 2024 and what's coming up this year. But let's start with India and um, and the preparation. Steve Harmison kicked up a bit of a stir the other day with his comments about England flying into India three days before the first test and... You know, would you do that for a for an Ashes tour in Australia? I know they're in a camp in Abu Dhabi as we speak for for ten days, but you know, is ten days enough preparation for for a tour of India? And even with that, those ten days, obviously, there's no warm up games. So, you know, I'd love to get people's thoughts about that preparation, and you know, is that suitable preparation for a series of of this magnitude? Um, Free on my side of it. Look, Steve Armisen's obviously bored because Newcastle are playing very poorly, so he's got nothing else to talk about at the moment. <laughs> Preparation in, in Abu Dhabi, as Simon and Smithy would know, they have got techniques over there that they can produce nets that are just resemble. It's the same in Dubai. They just resemble the grounds that you're going to be playing on. Um, I think it's perfectly fine going there for 10 days they'll probably practice for three and play golf for seven so you know what's the relevance to it um i i don't see any issues the, the great thing they'll get is is, is preparing for a, a tough series in the heat and that's going to be their you know that's the biggest challenge of coming out of the uk and going straight there um i think they'll have more time to be prepare themselves to be able to do off the field stuff you know the 
what they do these days, watch videos and God knows what, and they won't be disturbed. In India, you know, the fire alarms will be going off at four o'clock in the morning again just to keep them happy. So, you know, well, Smithy's got a bit of that coming now, but hopefully he's not going to stay in the same team hotels. I don't I, think I will. <laughs> I, I, I don't see there's an issue of it. Army's having a moment and he's peeved his best mate off. So there's another Christmas present gone. What do you I think about no practice good. games? Though? Do you think, do you think, I mean, I suppose given the amount of cricket players play these days, but do you think the lack of any meaningful time in the middle? That's gone, Michael, that's gone. Those days are gone. It's like county cricket here when the touring sides used to come here. That was the big game. You know, you put a first mm -hmm. team out against them or at least nine of the players would play. Now you get nobody playing, people you've never heard of because of the amount of cricket that's been played. So they're meaningless games. They might as well, I think the A team's somewhere near. They've got enough yeah. players there to, to, to work it out for themselves. To play, you know, um, Indian Railways at Rajkot, to me, that's, you know, that, those days have gone, mate. They've gone. Do you, do you think that applies to people like Leachie as well, who aren't bowled 50 red ball overs for the last six months? I know you can bowl a lot in the nets and get your rhythm, but don't you need a little bit of red ball middle time? I think you'll get that in practice games, in, in, in warm-up, you know, between themselves. Right. You know, the, the days have gone now just rocket. It's in their mind, Smithy. We, it's, we don't need practice. We'll just go there and we'll take any, anything that comes their way. Um, I, I can't agree anymore that, you know, he does need to bowl, but I should imagine he's, he's probably slipped into the A-tour somewhere along the line there without anybody noticing and bowled quite a bit there. He's been major concern. We've been the only bowler we experience on the tour, not bowling many overs and it, it, you just worry that if they get after him which they'll probably target him a little bit when he does come on they'll uh, they'll probably go with two seamers and, and three spinners and you think oh certainly a, a couple of spinners he's got a lot of work to do yeah yeah and that's the next question I see in Geggy's you know I read Geggy's email at Tremor so I see he's got their England spinners you know to me who are these guys going to be besides Jack Leach? It's quite interesting, isn't it? I'm probably a bit, a bit old school. I used to love it when they used to have a few warm-up games. And then the, the the best series I ever saw overseas is when England brought back the Ashes for 2010-11. And England had three great warm-up games. And they played at, they played at the Wacker, they played at Adelaide, and they played at Hobart. And they went into that first test match. And they, they, had, you know, they were pretty much you know, match-ready. Um, yeah, I get what Gunnar's saying and stuff like that. I think we'll uh, be interested to have a discussion in about six weeks' time and seeing whether it, whether not having the match practice, you know, be, before going into the first test, does leave him a bit rusty or not. Hopefully not. I know that everything's changed the way they do stuff now, but you know, I'm probably a bit bit old school. Uh, yeah, getting, getting a couple of practice games, match practice out there is, is a little bit different than actual just into into team games and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'll watch this space six weeks' time. Lions are, are up at uh, and the bad, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Just a game against them. 
it, it's not a meaningless game then because the lads in the in the A team who want to impress and get in in the main squad or be reserves at main squad. I, yeah, they don't have to play the Indian guys; just play against themselves and have a little bit of meaningful middle practice. But if, if you think they can do it against themselves in Abu Dhabi, then you, you, if you if you plumb second ball, they'll let you carry on and have another go. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's going to be the next law that ICC are going to bring out. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> going back on that Australian tour, their two ten or whatever it was. It was the previous tour that England were having a nice little warm up in Hobart against Australia A, and they thought, well, we'll just give them a chance here, get four hundred and ten in eighty overs, give us a nice warm up, and they won by t- they won by eight wickets. It's when Greg Blewett got two hundred and twenty off, God knows how many balls. I think, I think that was another series because I think yeah, it was I, one before. I, yeah, before, yeah. Before, and I think since then, I think they're a bit reluctant to do it. But, <laughs> but I, I just don't think you're going to change. You're going to change. Uh, uh, we keep McCullum and and Stokes' ideas. I, I, I think that's the way they are. Yeah, that, that's fair enough, isn't it? I mean, we'll 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 soon find out. Um, but you just know, like the press, if they like go in and they get blown away in the first test match, you'll be like, oh, you know, they should have had a couple of practice games and stuff like that. You you, you know what what it will be. Yeah. But yeah. but if we win it, they'll go. You need to practice anyway. Just go out yeah. and whack it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Following morning, they'll be on the golf course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the way it is at the moment. Yeah. Until the bubble yeah. burst, that's the way they're going to go. As long as it don't go any uh, uh, any shorter than the last test match I saw on telly, which was on the South Africa, what was that one? <laughs> yeah, God. No, that's, a, that's another subject. That is another one. <laughs> do you think though? Do you think though, if it was an Ashes tour, that they would they would do similar? They would fly in not three days before because you got jet lag, but say a week before. Do you think that they would do that for an Ashes tour? In my opinion, uh, probably yes. With its current management, yeah, probably yeah. Time certainly change. Time certainly change. <laughs> All right, so spinners. So India have named four spinners in their squad for the first two tests. So it's pretty obvious what kind of pitches are going to be produced out there. We've got obviously four spinners in Leach, Ahmed, Hartley, and Bashir. Three of those obviously have only played, well, two of them haven't played a test match. One has played what one or two tests. Um, what are people's thoughts on the spinners? And Gunnar, have you seen much of Hartley and Bashir? Nope. Well, I've seen Bashir bowl a few balls, but, you know, he's a young boy that's just come from the, you know, out of... The, the great thing about, and I think we spoke about this last time, is the great thing about England, we always take a few spinners there who have just literally came to, come to the forefront. And you go into a country where they used to play in spinners, they n- normally knock them in row Z. So... I think this is a big thing. The way that I see the little bit I've looked at it at the moment is I see them playing uh, Leach and Root. I cannot see the other three having a game, or the other two, whatever it is, having a game at all. Just can't see it. But you just don't know with this left field. You know, Ahmed went to Pakistan and whatever, wherever he went, and in he went and did, you know, did okay. Mm. So you don't really know who who they're thinking of. I think if I go back to my old days, I'd be thinking that's what they'd be doing. Root, Leach. Yeah. That's it. Just play those two. The one I've heard a, a bit more talk about they might do is Hartley because he's 
I think he's quite tall, quite similar to a couple of the Indian spinners. Look, you know, the times I've umpired out there, the only one that flights the ball at any stage is Ashwin. The other three, the ones I've seen, Axia, he bowls like a medium pacer, like an old-fashioned, yeah, uh, uncovered wicket bowler. Um, and then you've got Jadeja. You don't Huh? Deep's a little bit more. So you low 50 mile an hour, man. Is he the left armour? Yeah, he bowled the uh, Romans, doesn't he? He bowls Chinaman as well. Yeah, yeah he, I, I think he'll be taking the drinks out. I think you'll yeah. see if anyone's playing, it's Ashwin, Jadeja, Axia, Patel. Patel can bat, Jadeja can bat, Ashwin can bat. Yeah, they, they've, they've got, got three bowlers who can bat and bowl. We, we've got four slow bowlers. And, and yeah. I, I get what Michael's saying there about Hartley, you know, that they're probably looking at him as Axit. But this bloke's come from absolutely nowhere. Mm. I didn't even know who he was. I didn't even, someone mentioned his name to me and I was like, well, that's fair enough. Who's he? But, you know, it, it, from what I understand, he fires it into the wicket, doesn't spin it a great deal. But in India, you don't really need to spin it that much because if the odd one does spin, you then play for the spin and then you get done LBW by the one that slides on. You know, and that's yeah. where that Axia Patel and Jadeja come from. The more skillful bowler is obviously Ravi Ashwin. You think England will go in with, so what would that then be, three, three quicks? Well, who are the quicks? Anderson, Robinson, and who? Wood. Uh, Woody. Robin, Ollie Robinson, Buzz Atkinson, Jimmy, and Woody. But they're going to have to rotate them. They are, they're not going to play. Well, the challenge you've got is no Stokes, right? Because Stokes can't bowl. So you've taken your all rounder out. I think they'll play two seamers, rotate them, and then play Leach and Ahmed with Joe as a third spinner. Yeah, could go that way. My last test in India was in Nagpur and Rohit Sharma opened the bowl in my end. He bowled, <laughs> he bowled, he bowled, Ishan Sharma bowled the first over. First ball was outside off stump, batsman left it and it bounced five times before it hit the keeper. Somewhere in the chest of this rough outfield. He bowled the next five. And he said, Gunnar, I'm just leaving the field. And I asked him politely why. And he said, I'm just going to put my training shoes on. <laughs> I never saw him again until he came in the bat at number 11. I, I don't think they'll be like that. I think they'll they'll be decent decks. I don't think they need to... Making proper Bunsen's actually helps our average spinners look better. And their spinners are a lot better than ours. So I, I think they'll be... Um, a better wicket than than what they got last time. My only fear, John, I, I I hope you're right, but I think you would be very right if Mohammed Shami was available to play in yeah. the first two yeah. ten. He's class. He is a class act. Now he's as good as anyone in the world as a bowler. As he's not fit, that leaves who are the seamers now. There's a couple Bumrah. of Bumrah. Bumrah. Some Bumrah. Yeah, I think the first two they might. I don't. Even, where are the first two tests? Where are they being played? Hyderabad and Vizag. Don't know what the groundsman's been told. Tremors knows more about that lock. Well, Smithy does actually. Vizag was like a Vizag was like a shocker last time, wasn't it? It's just like putting yeah. a watering can on it, light roll, watering can, light roll, and it was like 
between day one and two was like, oh my god. Um, totally liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you just I can remember when we were out in Dubai and when we were playing three spinners against Pakistan, and the the, the seamers just um, were blunted by the Pakistanis. We brought the spinners on, and the Pakistanis just whacked them everywhere like that. And so, that, so the next test match, we played a fourth spinner, and they got whacked yeah. again. You know, I, we're, we're not. I don't can't see us bowling them out with our spinners. You just got to hope that the, the seamers can, you know, beat them with a bit of pace. I got me doubts about Jimmy. I can't see Jimmy doing too much out there. You know, it, it might reverse swing for about six balls, and that, that might be about it. I, I that would probably just block him out and. Yeah, I just hope Woody can fire a few quick Yorkers in and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I can't, I can't see our spinners bowling, bowling India out at home somehow. What'd you do behind the stumps? There's only one. Best though. <laughs> Get lost. <laughs> Gonna Gould, bring him back. He's he's like a he's like a road ump. Him, he just stops it, stops the speed. Folks, but you know, if you look at folks' his record in England, is unbelievable. But you look at his record subcontinent, Sri Lanka played there, played absolutely out of his boots, and with the bat as well. Yes, yeah, he is. The, he is the real deal. This kid. Yeah, um, I can see why they probably didn't play him in England. You know, looking at Johnny to do it, but wicket keeping is going to be so vitally important in the subcontinent. You know. It, Blessing India, they keep producing some, you know, it, even they turn Pant into a good wicketkeeper. Now, he was, you know, Johnny's Pant. stand. But, you know, folks, without a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. I think they might play Johnny as well, but not with gloves on. Oh, I've got no reason behind that, as long as I find a shirt big enough to get Johnny in. I saw a picture of him <laughs> the other day. He's, just, he's, uh, he's doing a bit of Tetley beer advertising, I think, Johnny. <laughs> Is he becoming the Deschambeau of, of cricket? He's put on a bit of bulk so he can whack it even further. Well, yeah. <laughs> what's happened to Deschambeau? <laughs> I think the other thing with um, with folks from a batting perspective is actually his style of batting. I think would be good for us out there as well. I think it'll come. We kind of need that kind of batsman as well within the order. You know, everyone else is just your big hitters. Having at least someone in there that can stick around, nerdle it a little bit um, in those conditions, I think will be very valuable. I think the tr- trouble, the trouble is with that at the at the end of, at the end of the innings, um, I can't see our our tail end lasting very long against their spinners if it's turning a little bit. So you're like, I'll oh, just get somebody in there and like tee off at, at, at the end to try and get a quick 30, 50 true. runs. Yeah, true, true. If you've got the others, right, just, they'll just be like playing like with a stick of celery, trying to, trying to get bat on ball. Um, and you're not going to have folks coming in before Bairstow if folks has got the gloves. So he's going to end up batting with the tail. I agree with you there. Right, that's a proper tail as well. I'm just yeah. looking at it. Yeah, yeah. That's a proper tail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's actually Jimmy a gets point. a game. Ollie Robinson. Well, Jimmy Anderson. Oh, Jimmy, yeah. Jesus Christ. What's, what's Wood, like, about seven? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we, we ain't got one bowler who bats, have we? Or one main line bowler who bats. That's going to be our issue. That's that's the one, the big issue for me is because obviously Stokes is clearly going to be playing but he can't bowl, you know, that you are, I think that could come back to, to haunt us. 
and they'll all probably be told in play attacking cricket. So you go once you get sort of a six wicket stand, where oh we're going to have a crack here like that. You're like oh yeah, that was a great four. Right, you're out next ball. Uh, yeah, you could just see us toppling over everyone having a bit of a. Apart from uh, Leach, of course, because he's a Somerset nerdler. If that's our hope. <laughs> Time to go back to the pub. <laughs> but that said, though, that's why I do think some, having someone like folks down there is important. I know the tail behind him is going to be poor, but actually that's someone that can support. You know, when he comes in, he'll still be supporting a Stokes or a, or a Bear Stirred or Chris, right? The thing is, it's not down to Ben, is it? I mean, it's down to the rest at the top to get the to get runs. And if he goes in with someone who's under and not out, I'd rather folks be doing it. Yeah. Who will just knock it around for ones and yeah. twos and sweep and reverse sweep, which he's brilliant at. You know, this lad's a real talent. He's a huge talent and just come at another generational wrong time, like Bob yeah. Taylor did. About the same as every wicket keeper under the sun in the last thirty years, really. Yeah. <laughs> he is yeah, a great exactly. he is a great keeper. We seen him, was it in Sri Lanka, Smithy, when we were out there? And we got that ton as well, didn't he? Was it uh Gordy got a ton, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he was just oh, like right. this. Different class with the old gloves on. Yeah, he is. He is. So, Smith, you're on your way out there. Where where are you? You're heading, what, Vizag and um, Hyderabad? Yeah, Hyderabad first test, then Bangalore, Chennai between tests, and then back up to Vizag. Be interesting to see what off-the-field issues uh, come to the fore this time. Yeah, I'm meeting the guy who... uh, me and Tremors met when we went over for World Cup of Shisha. was now top dog with, with ground. So I'll be able to find out on the little uh, disagreement he had with Andy Atkinson over the semi-final pitch. I've got that down on my interview list for him. <laughs> <laughs> when, when BCCI decided, no, we're not playing on that. We're playing on this one. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be <laughs> take, a, take a recording, Smithy. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one winner, Smithy, between the BCCI and Andy Atkinson. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so. And it ain't from the big fella from Essex. I'll just tell you. <laughs> All right, so what's, um, let's put our, our heads in the line. So what are our serious predictions? For zip. We might just Four get zip. a draw. Okay. Uh, I, I was going to go five zip, actually. I just, I just can't see us sneaking anything out there, to be quite honest. Uh. Three nil with two bomb scares. <laughs> I was what, going, uh, I, instigated I, by Smithy. <laughs> I can't see. I want one of you to tell me honestly where we're winning a game. I agree. Just tell me. I look. I'd love someone to prove. You know, I'm going to be proven wrong anyway. But I just cannot see. You know, if they play to their ability, which they do at home. It's going to be traumatic. Darren Sala, the best bet, Smithy? Uh, there's a bit more pace up there. Definitely. Um, do a bit. But if it's a, if it's a dead rubber and you pause it down by the time you get there, then motivation yeah. might be a little bit of a problem for seamers who've just been chasing leather for four test matches. Where's that, Smithy? If we get a win, it's... If we get a win... Rather than the last one. If you get a win, I think it'll be like the last series. I think it would it would only come in that first test if if they're undercooked or. I didn't think they, last... I didn't think they like like losing that that first test match in South Africa, did they? I think no, they but got... they do have a history of losing first test matches. Yeah. yeah. No, 
No, I, they I, did I, against I, the last time we were down. They won the first test, set, didn't we? And, and then they came back and they they, they made every pitch. Uh, <laughs> no, one we we were a drawing. Gujarat won it first one, although that second test. No, we won because um, we'd been at we just won two in Sri Lanka, didn't we? Last year, whenever it was, two years ago, and then we won the first test. Route, I think, oh, got London. Are you going back no, a series before, Smithy? No, I must be. Must be. Yeah. Showing your age now. All right, let's move on to global scheduling. So this has been in the news quite a lot over the last few weeks after, I mean, we've all been talking about the future of Test cricket for years and years, but, you know, we reached a tipping point now with South Africa in particular sending a second string to to New Zealand. It's just a bit, it's a bit sort of shambolic, isn't it? Uh, it doesn't help just having the, these, these two match series as well. They, they, what good are they for for anybody? I mean that that South Africa India were two two test matches, whoopie do and who's that for? Um, Which you think if you'd have had a third? I mean, I've always said there should be. I mean, it's all, again it comes down to scheduling, but there's you know you should always have a minimum of three test matches. Absolutely. Yeah, if you look That's, at that South Africa India, yeah. that would have been set up perfectly. One all. If it's worth having one test match, you might as well have three test matches. You know, if you if it's not worth three test matches, don't have any at all. Just play one day and stuff like that. I think it's absolutely horrendous the way that they've done it. Um, but yeah, and then I mean, just trying to fit all these twenty twenty tournaments around the world. I know it's very difficult, but it's like you know, they, there's got to be there's got to be a better way of trying to making the the the, the test match series a, a little bit better. Um, but yeah, the was it the B team or the C team going out to New Zealand from South Africa? I can't remember. But it's like you know, what, what what's the point? Hopefully they'll roll them over, but I can't see it. <laughs> We've more chance in India than West Indies have in Australia, though. Inside they're sending over. Yeah, is that is that just two Test matches as well, or have they managed to scrape three Test matches out of that series? Uh, Mac two. Is it Adelaide? Yeah. Adelaide? That's one, isn't it? Yeah, it's Adelaide this week. Oh yeah, it's a good question. I'm not sure actually. It's, it's Adelaide this week. I, th- I think it's. A two-division setup. now they've got so many test-play nations, would be better. But then trying to get from the second division back into the top division would be championship to premiership. The the gulf will only get wider between those six teams. So it, it's, a, it's a problem financially for those in second division, but it, the standards will be so far apart. But other other ones that would be in the second division bothered about test cricket anyway. And the other thing as well is they talk about you know, could you set up windows for test cricket for your T20s? But these T20 leagues now are just completely throughout the year. You know, from, you know, South Africa's January, Big Bash starts kind of November, December, IPL's April, May, hundreds in August, Caribbean leagues in August. I don't think you can have windows, not if you want to try and play all the test play nations home and away in four years. You know, it's just, it's just too many games to fit in. But or do you extend that four-year period, though, right? Do you not have it as a four-year window? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd rather shorten it and have less games and two divisions. You can only have two divisions now because, you know, I just think this is an absolute lack of respect by South Africa. It just sums them up, to be honest with you, about sending this team to New Zealand. But on the other side of it, 
is it the scheduling by the two boards? You know, New Zealand could have turned it down. We don't want South Africa. We'll have somebody else. Um, but ICC have got to step in here somewhere along the line and say, well, they're not going to, but in my opinion, they've got to jump in somewhere and say, right, we'll go two divisions. This was dreamt about, good God, eight, ten years ago talking about it. And then board members got really touchy. Well, why are we in Division 2? You know, but the West Indies want to get out of Division 2. They only just qualified in Zimbabwe the other day for the one-dayers. Mm. You know, are they really worried about playing test cricket in front of a man and a dog in Barbados against India? Or, you know, look at the team, at the players that are missing from the West Indies team now. They're now just going to go around on this circle, this T20 circle. So you don't blame the players. You blame the boards a little bit by releasing them to play. Don't sign a contract. Don't sign a, you know, you want a central contract. Well, you've got to play for us all the time. You have to play. But no one's, a, no one's prepared to worry about that anymore. It's like county cricket now. You can sign a contract and halfway through it, you go, I don't fancy playing for you anymore. I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah, it's all finances, isn't it? Which you, which you sort of get. I mean, it's like going from... I get that. Look, Simon, how do you get them to go from second division to first division? Where if you get from the second to the first, you get, you know, £10 million as opposed to £2.50. That's the only way that you you would got the slightest chance of getting them interested in doing it. Because, yeah, as you say, you the, one and two will be massive difference. Simon, they, they sit on those boards, and I had to sit on one of these one night on behalf of the umpires thing, and they sit there, and they're all looking for their own protection, which you can understand. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to vote for it. They've already right. made the vote, you know, three weeks previous to the meeting. <laughs> you know, and the thing is, you know, when I was doing it, there was 30, or nine teams or whatever it was, and Zimbabwe sat at the back waiting for it to be four all, and then they put the finger up. And, you know, you know what comes next. But at the end of it, if the boards are not going to go with this, the game, test cricket, you know, we keep talking about it. Papers are talking about it now. How many games of test cricket are going to be played in the next four years? Next four-year cycle, how many are going to be played? Uh, outside you know, the if, big... If you're, saying, if you're saying India playing South Africa, two of the biggest cricket nations in a two-test series, that's telling me something. Mm. But half, half of the people in Australia won't be... They probably don't even know this... That series yeah. is going on. The Big Bash is coming to its climax. So, you know, at the end of it, hardly anyone will know that that series is going. I can't see Adelaide having too many... morning. There will be 10,000 at Adelaide. Oh. Well, next so one's at Brisbane, so it'll be even less. They started, didn't they, um, over Christmas. And the, the, the test at, in uh, Perth, I think it was just before Christmas... I mean, there was hardly anyone there, was there? Literally hardly anyone there. No, that game's Perth. Perth, no one supports Perth at the moment. I don't know what that is, whether it's the fact is they didn't want to leave the whacker and they've gone to this monstrosity out of town that they tell me it's not easy to get to. You know, Perth's never been one of those places in the last decade where it's been full. You go to Adelaide, religious cricket people, that's always full. Sydney, full. You know, great atmosphere, great place to play. Melbourne's at the same. So you could send anyone there and people would just flock it. Mm. But now you're at people now back at work. Are you going to take a day off to go and watch? You're not taking day three off to watching Australia and West Indies, are you? 
So it's it's difficult. It's difficult. But West Indies are, you know, they've been struggling for a very, very long time. Very. As you say, people would take time off if it was a worthwhile test match, wouldn't they? You know, if, if the West Indies are forty years ago, people go, yeah, we'll go and watch that one. But when you like go, who's in the West Indies team? No two of them, and that's about it. People just just won't won't follow it, will they? You don't. You can't blame people. Uh, with the you know the big bash finals coming up now, semi finals being played. You know they're going to be glued to their TV sets watching that. But what can or should the ICC do? As you say, if the boards have a lot of power, like what can the ICC do? Because they can't keep. You know, we've been That's talking about Test cricket for years. Future Test cricket. They, they work for the boards. That's the biggest thing about it. The boards of world cricket run it. ICC facilitate it. Mm. That's all they do. They're not going to go to the BCCI and go. Stop that. You're not doing that anymore. Because the person that said that won't have a job next week. You know, if you go to this Sri Lankan nonsense that's going on at the moment, that's gone on 20 years. I sat with Graham Ford. And he was picking his team, him and Paul Farber. Uh, yeah, Graham Ford and somebody, I can't think who it was, sitting picking their team. And he was talking to the president. And the president said, no, we don't want him. I want him. It's been going on for years. So... Mm. I, you know, ICC is run by a really, really brilliant bloke in Jeff Allardyce and one or two other people that are now working there. Fantastic guy, Jeff Allardyce. But all he does is facilitate world yeah. cricket and he does a good, very, very good job at that. But he's not empowered to go to the boards and say, right, this can't happen anymore. The boards tell him, you know, it's going back to uh, illegal bowling actions, whatever it was, 15 years ago. You know, no one would touch anyone that was perceived to throw it, you know, or, or poor actions. The boards went, we need to change this. The boards told David Richardson, David Richardson told us, and off we went. Eight in two weeks. But it, it only took that because political pressure tells you, you you dare not call someone from the subcontinent with an illegal action because you could be in, you know, in trouble. So at the end of it, Jeff's all Jeff's doing, bless him, He's facilitating it, and, and I'll reiterate, he's doing a damn good job in doing that. Mm. Interesting, Freddie. Though, so like, yeah, this this World Test Championship. I mean, what's it done for cricket? Who would you prefer to win the Test Championship or beat the Aussies five and zero in the Ashes? I, mean, I think this all because the World Test Champion, everybody's got to play each other, so that's why you have two tests here, two tests. It's like, has it really done anything? Who really gets excited about the World Test Championship? But there was someone, I can't remember who it was the other day, and they were talking about they could get to the World Test Championship final, but they don't actually have to play something like England, Australia, India. <laughs> in the, like, it, it, it might not be. But it's, that sounds about right, yeah. It, yeah. There was somebody, and... Their basic schedule was that, you know, they didn't actually have to play in the big nations. That's Bangladesh. Right. So you're just like... Bangladesh, farce, isn't it? Just absolute farce. Yeah. yeah. You tell me now where I can find the World Test Championship table. <laughs> yes, yes. Good point, right? <laughs> I wouldn't know. I wouldn't even know what it's about. I didn't even know what it was about when I was working for it. <laughs> It'll be a big crick info or something like that. But yeah, it, yeah who yeah. follows it? You go, oh my God, great. Yeah, we've got the chance of going from eighth to fifth now if we beat India. And it's just like, you know, yeah. nobody really gives some monkeys, do Absolute they? Absolute nonsense. Just another uh, little gimmick come up. Yeah. I think if ICC gave 
West Indies cricket and South African cricket $10 million each. It won't make a scrap of difference. They'd still be sending second teams on these tours because that wouldn't be enough to keep the players playing for them only. Yeah, you know, they get so much money doing this uh, franchise cricket, don't they? The players are like, you know, you give me give me ten million for myself. Yeah, it might be worth it, but ten million between twenty people. If South Africa had the money to keep all the players, like they well, they've done it now. The, the players would rather play the franchise because the rewards will always be more than what they will play in international cricket. But eventually, there's a point if you don't play the international red ball cricket. You don't get seen. How do you get picked in the franchises? Which comes first? Do you get your name via red ball cricket and then they take you into white ball? Or does it go the other way around now? Well, I'd ask a question here to Tremors, all right? He's a Somerset loyal and devoted follower of the Legendarist. Boys. Smead came, yeah. Into yeah. came into the game as a 17 year old boy. Yeah. Played Played four-day cricket, looked world-class player. Just got into the one-day side, smashed it from one side of Taunton to the other. Tom Banton, exactly the same. Where are they now? Yeah, absolutely. They just both, both signed white ball contracts only, aren't they, I think. And, yeah, they. I think they've done... Did Banton go out and do one of these franchise ones? They just come back from the T10 and had an absolute shocker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they'll probably get picked up for the uh, for the hundred this year, but yeah, and all of a sudden they're like, yeah, they put all their eggs in one basket, and you haven't quite made it because there's a lot of other lads that think that they can make it and that, and they're going to be going, I want to play white ball cricket because I can whack it, and that you might have very very short lived careers if you know, it only takes like a, a one bad season, and if somebody else comes along, takes your place, and then yeah, you, you do get another look. At- Smead and Banton haven't got a run in, in probably six tournaments now. So people are going to start thinking they were 80 grand now. Now they're 10 grand or mm. we're not going for them because mm. these other boys are just coming through the ranks. Mm. You know, how long is it before Will Jack? No, Will Jack's is a decent fella and he want to play test cricket. Um, Dan Lawrence, you know, he's not going to get into England. You know, if he was ever going to play for England, it'd be now. You know, you watch him out there like a frog in a blender bowl in this morning on TV or whatever day it was. You know, at the end of it, he's joined Surrey to try and bat on better wickets. Should have done that eight years ago. But it's now this thing, this lure, right, I'm going to go and play this one day cricket. That's fine. Mm. But you've got to realise there's consequences at the end. Mm. You know, you can't go back. Somerset now would not budget for Smead and Banton to go back and play Red Bull cricket. No. So if they don't get, if they don't get any runs and don't get selected for Somerset or yeah. New York Delis or whatever they're called, yeah. where's he going from there? Yeah, yeah. All, all of a sudden you've had this like really like promising career, and then two years later you're out of it, and you're like going, "Well, I want to play red ball cricket." Well, you're probably not going to get a look in with that now. Uh, uh, there's not going to be many people that are remember be remembered solely for their white ball career. Right. I've got a question for the rest of you now. Who do you think's at fault for all these youngsters disappearing off the face of the earth and being told how brilliant they are? Just have you got anyone you know? Agents. There you go. Agents. We just had a boy now leave Sussex. Rightly, he's he's made the right decision. Gone to Hampshire. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Why, as you're an opening batter, playing at Hove, albeit Division 2, on the flattest piece of plasticine, it's flatter than the M25, which is... Why would you go to the... Sorry, is it still the GS? Is it a GS bowl? On wickets that they determine for Abbott, Mohammed Abbas and Keith Barker. All right, why would you go there? He's gone there, I believe. I don't know this fully, but I think so. It's because his agent told him to go there. How old is his agent, do you reckon? He's a kid. 25. <laughs> he's a kid. He might be He might be there. But he's a kid. Now, he's telling this young boy that this is his future. Now, he's going to be batting. Come away from home on a snake's pit. You go to the... You know, no disrespect, your ex-groundsman, Simon. He's a brilliant groundsman. But those are the pitches they want to play on for that attack. My life. You have a look at the betting averages besides James Vince and probably Liam Dawson. Maybe now uh, the lad that went for Middlesex there, he's done all right there, Gubbies. The boys that have batted there in the past, my life, they average 20, I'll be gobsmacked. But this is the people that are telling these people, yeah. advising them. That's the that's the bit that worries me. I watched Smead and I watched Banton. I played cricket with uh, Tom's father at Slough, uh, Colin Banton. And, you know, his father was a fine player. But I think he's been misguided. I don't know who his agent is, but just think at times you just need to be a bit careful on this this situation. Well, agents are they're coming over from football, aren't they? And they're seeing it, and they're they're seeing the T twenty money, the T ten money, the hundred money. You know, it's and and you you're getting that agent culture from football is is now into cricket. Yeah, and it's only going to go one way. Yeah, and, and this we is got what we've got a hockey player as performance director. Yeah, he just brought him back, haven't they? He, he, he was with the ECB before, wasn't he? Or he did, did something yeah, with the ECB still, before. Still not a cricketer, is it? Well, no, not not one that you know of. <laughs> I think they've probably done, to be fair, the ECB, they've done the due diligence on the guy. It's a bit like the guy going, who's the geese has gone to Man United? Another saviour. Brailsford, is it, or somebody? It is Brailsford, the Sky um, cycling guy. Yeah, that's him, yeah. You know, these guys, they know their business. They know what they're about. I don't know whether you have to be from that game. There's enough people within the modern game that will tell them what to do. But my fear is these guys that have been dragged out of county cricket, dragged them all around the, country, around the world, who are not succeeding. And, you know, I've just picked on those two because I just thought of them. But I'm sure there's a lot of others. There's a lot of others. Yeah. Interesting. Go, 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 going back. To what what you're on about? So the interesting one was um, love him or hate him was like D- David Warner. He came from club cricket, had never played a um, a first class game of cricket, and then had his uh, Australia was it 2020 debut before he even played first class cricket. So yeah. that, that that you know, and and I'm sure there, there will be people like that who go right. Yeah, you can play one day cricket. You can whack it 20 over stuff. We'll just by, bypass a first class game and get straight in higher up, up the order. I mean, well, I know there's the um, the current Australian guy, the the quick bowler, uh, Spence, Spencer, yeah, Johnson, Spencer Johnson. He was playing for the Blades team, West Torrens, oh, um, yeah, in Adelaide. Played at you know, probably I think might have had a big bash deal, but basically came over to the hundred. 
done really well for I think it was Oval Invincibles, and I think he's made made his test debut recently. Does happen yeah. not very often. It's, but it does. it's it's totally a different route now. It's totally a different route. Mm. And as you say, Warner was the absolute classic of it. Bypass it. Don't go into that. You know, it's forward, forward, forward fast. Get people fast forward and then get on with it. Not worry about this way that you used to do it. Play for your county under 13s, play for the <laughs> under 17s, play for the 19s, play for the young amateurs, play a little bit of second team cricket. Might get a game for the old jazz hats at your place, Simon. It's it showed up and then off you go and you, you make your first team. You might yeah. get a game in the first team. Yeah. That was it. If you had a double barreled name, you had half a chance. <laughs> the, the world of cricket is is moving very, very quickly. Very quickly. And it's almost monthly. It's almost monthly now you're seeing something totally different. I do feel sorry for some of these lads, the youngsters, they come in and they think, yeah, well, we're going to chuck all our eggs in one basket, play white ball stuff. And you just thought, because if you just try to be a bit more of an all-rounder cricketer for a few years, then you might be able to go play test cricket. Or if you're not quite good enough, you might then be able to go and do the one-day you know, one stuff. But at least give yourself a chance in, in the in the Red Bull stuff and get your technique better and then you can adapt it. But just chucking, you know, going straight into Red Bull, going, what, a white ball going, yeah, this is all I'm going to do. You're like, well, there he goes, tits up. Diamond, where was a 17-year-old boy who came in with his agent? 17. <laughs> came in with his agent, who looked no older than him. Yeah. You know, it's it scares me. It really does scare me. Where is that? Where is that? And that's where the game's going. You can blame whoever you wish to blame, ECB, whatever you want to blame, the ICC. It's people that are lingering around. Some of them, some of them are doing really good jobs. You know, some good people about... Uh, that you know, been around the game and played the game mm. and understand the game. That's the people I've got the respect for that understand mm. what is needed. There's others around that are just coming off, just literally picking up 17, 18, 19 year old boys. <laughs> it frightens me. I'm getting that. That's when I know I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> what well, other agents in your days, Gunnar? Agents just on the corner of a corner of a road. Double oh seven. You just thought that county chairman and, and that was it. That was it. That was still until fifteen years ago. Yeah. That was it. it. Look, another thing about it also was Law he was was high on your priority list because at the end of your career you got a benefit. Yeah. Now you don't care whether you get a benefit, do you? You get a benefit every tournament. <laughs> you know, so tell me the next player that's getting around all these tournaments that's going to play 400 first class games, 500 first. You know, I'm meeting Jack Russell on Friday for get me ear bent by Mad Jack. But how many games did he play? Millions. Yeah. yeah what he wanted to do. That was the era of, you know, probably the best wicket keeper ever kept wicket for England. You know, Alex Stewart, he was never thinking about, he would never have thought about any of this. Just wanted to play for England, proud. But these boys are not getting that opportunity because at 17 and 18 years of age, they're having their minds twisted. Yeah. yeah. You get selected by England under nine, under 17s. Let's go that way. You go and watch the under 17 tournaments at Loughborough on the two pitches there. There's no one watching besides agents. <laughs> you know, if the kid has a good day, next thing you'll find out. You've got to find out who the parents are. Where are the parents? You've got to go and speak to them. It's it's sick. 
it really makes me quite sick. Right, we're into 2024. We've talked a lot about the ICC and how, you know, the boards have control and stuff. But if if there was one thing that you would want the ICC to change this year that's in their control, what would it be? Pace of play. Keep banging on about it. Did you read, um, there was an article, I'll ping it to you if you've not read it, from Ian Chappell on... Uh- I haven't read it. I normally read it. Very good. Yeah, it, it, exactly that. In terms of pace of play, um, you know why? Why the number of drinks? Why? Why? You know, change of gloves. Why should batsmen just keep being able to talk middle of the middle of the um, middle of the pitch in between overs? Blah 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 blah. Geggy, some geezer the other week got three wickets in four balls. In a game, so that meant there was three drinks breaks. <laughs> the next over, they had a timeout. <laughs> we used, I used to go nuts about it, absolutely nuts about it, because what it was doing was making my day longer. I meet someone at seven o'clock for a pint. I was still standing out there like a clown, waiting for someone to change a pair of gloves. Have the guys in the middle no powers over allowing people on or off? They do, Smithy. I'll tell you a great story. I've just come to one, right? Uh, Ardick Pandya. One day international in uh, Bangalore. Packed. Absolutely rammed. MS Dhoni batting. He calls for a set of gloves and he'd had a set of gloves as it opened before. I said to Ardick Pandya, stop. He runs straight past me, gave Dhoni the gloves, went back and stopped and he said, Gunner, I love you. But if Emma Stoney wants a pair of gloves, he's having them. <laughs> See ya. Walked off. <laughs> that's it. That's your bottom line. Well, that's when you want a card, don't you? Go, right, that's five runs. Yeah. Sorry, you, you've done against me. That's, that's five runs. Let me tell you, Tremors, that's a great idea. But then try and find an aeroplane getting you out. <laughs> You're walking back to Delhi from Radcott, mate. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was that good game we watched in Chennai, Smithy, wasn't it? And when oh, Pakistan were bowling four and a half hours to bowl their 48 overs or something like that. And it was just like, what is going on here? It was crazy. They were on the field eight times in the first five overs. It got stopped from coming on. The first five overs of a game, eight yeah. times. The question I have is that where it all used to round itself up was when you went to the subcontinent, 90 overs in a day, you got probably 98 to 99, maybe 100. Because the spinners just bowled all day long. Even there now, you're getting 82, 83, 84. Because people just, I, 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 they must have massive bags to put all these gloves and bats and God knows what else in. They must have a shipping container each. It's just, it's just nuts. Did, did you hear about the delay in Melbourne on the last test? Who was that? Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> He what? Everybody were out in middle, ready to start play, and I think I think Warfy were in middle, and we can't start, and they're all why can't we start? Well, there's no third umpire, and Iliad got stuck in a lift for fifteen right. minutes. <laughs> yeah. He did that. He did that in the higher in Trinidad, but it was only the fact that he was that drunk he couldn't press the buttons. 
<laughs> he likes getting stuck, stuck in lifts that kid. <laughs> uh, uh, Tremors Smith, what about you? If the ICC could change one thing, what would it be? I like uh, to, I'd like him to make test series better. I must admit, stop these two day uh, two two test series and make them at least three for everything like that. I just think that would it would it would, it would just make test cricket better. More, you know, did just mean mean a bit more. Two test matches just a waste of time. But I don't think anybody can get excited about it. Definitely not spectators because they're like, well, what's the point going out for a two test series? Um, no, I'm with Tremors on that. If it's a three test series, but to do that and play everybody, I think they've got to go to two divisions. And I don't think those second division teams would be in the slightest bit bothered about uh, not playing test cricket because nobody goes and watches. Yeah. If Bangladesh play New Zealand, you won't get 300 there. So, yeah. you know, it's higher quality, better series. Is. What about you, Freddie? Uh, I'm actually a gunner on that, just overrate. Just, I just think that's one thing that's in the ICC. It's, you know, it, the schedule and the test matches, to the point of the conversation earlier, you know, the boards play so much, uh, but actually overrate, it's, that's completely within the ICC's control. Mm. Yeah. That's the only thing, one of probably three things that they can control. What are the other two? Uh, umpires and venues. Oh, <laughs> and flights. Flights to and from transport. Oh, I've got a long list now. Right, final question. What are you most looking forward to in 2024? Obviously, we've got India series coming up. We've got a, yet another T20 World Cup. What? What are we uh, what are we looking forward to this year? Decent weather yeah. after this winter. New Zealand in November. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good shout. <laughs> Is that where England are going? Yeah, three two, tests this time. Three? Where is that? That'd be good. Three in November. Yeah, well, I was playing five and not playing South Africa, wasn't I? <laughs> what about you, Gunnar? Looking forward to anything? No, not really. <laughs> I think. <laughs> my hopes get so high about things and then they, they just literally stop no I just I'm with tremors just warm it up for me please <laughs> warm it up um, no, no I don't think we haven't got anyone exciting touring the country so I can oh, put yeah, my MCC yeah. blazer on or anything like that so no no deck chair at Hove <laughs> We come up and watch. We I say personally, from my point of view, we've got um, an under nineteen test match at Wormsley, which we've um, we're, oh, we're chuffed about getting that. So England. Yeah, thanks. I didn't get any mention of thanks for that, Tremors. Oh, sorry, sorry, Gunner. Oh, something to do with you, was it? Oh, okay, all right. I remember that. Don't one. you remember those text messages? And you go, no, we can't. Nah. No, I don't remember any of that. Um, anyway, moving on. Yeah, so we got um, <laughs> England under nineteen. from getting in? <laughs> This is some big security. Um, England, India, under 19s in early July. So, um, yeah, they're looking forward to that. We've actually got a few sort of decent games up here this year. Start of the season, a lot of minor counties stuff and things. So, yeah, just looking forward to it drying up and warming up a little bit, which would be which would be very nice. Very nice. Gentlemen, thank you very much, as always. And uh, thank you to everyone who has downloaded yeah again we always appreciate it and um we'll speak to you all again next month